T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, you have questions about the White Sox. We have answers for you. Chuck Garfine. Is his name on the World Series trophy? No. But it's that kind of stuff that wins championships. White Sox pre and post host. You know, I love Chuck Garfine, the post game show. Host of Sox Talk Podcast. What do you think about the moves the White Sox have made so far this offseason? Seeing the moves we made, the, the player additions, and get to work. You know, it's time to shift gears to winning baseball in the South Side. Chuck Garfine on the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. Here's some hip hop. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Always fun to talk to our friend Chuck Garfine from NBC Sports Chicago. Does a great job covering the White Sox, and he joins us. From camp, he's been in camp for God's sake. He's uh, he's gotten himself in the shape of his life, and uh, and Chuck joins us as all guests do on the Score Hotline, presented to you by Soda Weight Loss. Visit sodaweightloss.com. That's S O T A. Chuck, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It is spring training. I'd like to think though I'm in mid-season nice. form, and and it's nice to know that Lucas Giolito watches our post-game shows. Chuck, I got to tell you, um, Elvis Andrews signing yesterday is probably as happy a moment as I've had as a Sox fan since <laughs> I don't know when, uh, at least a year or two. Well, how Free about Tony? Yeah. You, weren't, you weren't happy uh, about that? You know, I wasn't, uns- I wasn't upset about it, and I liked the idea that it meant that uh, Aloy was going to be the DH, and then lo and behold, I heard that he was going to play some right field and uh, that kind of erased a smile. So I, I'm just saying, since since Tony came to town, uh, this is a really happy story. And I, I think it's really important because we know that the new rules indicate that you must have uh, a shortstop and you must have a second baseman. Yeah, this was a move that seemed to make too much sense. I had been hearing for about a week or so that he, talking about Elvis Andrews, Still wanted to come back to the White Sox. Obviously, there had to be an agreement made, and it happened right before pitchers, not pitchers and catchers, right before the full squad reported here to Glendale. So I'm not sure if Andrews is going to be there today, but, you know, I think this it completes the offseason for me. Now, you could talk about the Mike Clevenger thing that's still kind of an incomplete situation from a roster standpoint, but there was just a lot of, there were a lot of question marks about second base with Lenin Sosa, Romy Gonzalez, are they able to do it? Well, we know Elvis Andrews, 
from what he did last year playing shortstop. He's never played second base before, but I'm pretty sure he'll be fine, just fine at second base. And one thing that's really sneaky about him, uh, nine homers with the White Sox in 43 games last year, that was huge. And then this is really under the radar and something that I'm really watching for this season with these rule changes. I think stolen bases are going to be going up this year Mm. because of the larger bases. Those bang-bang plays at second base, well, some of them are not going to be bang-bang anymore because of those four inches. Actually, it's more like eight or nine inches because there's four inches on each side, first base and second base. And Elvis Andrews, with the White Sox last year, despite his age, was 11 for 11 in stolen bases. So uh, he'll be a guy who will do a lot of little things. I know Pedro Grafal is all about that. So it's a great signing, one year, $3 million, paying a physical. So uh, looking forward to seeing him back with the White Sox. And, Chuck, you bring up the Mike Clevenger situation. I think that's also part of this because the Benintendi signing was great, but it came at a time where you expected them to do something. This news comes at a time when, frankly, you needed some good news if you're a White Sox fan, and frankly, the organization needed it as badly to change the subject. How would you describe the way the Sox have handled this and what is the next step in this process? Are you talking about Clevenger? Yes. How they've handled You know what it is, what it is. And I, I, how have they handled it? I mean, in my opinion, they've handled it as best they could, as best they can. I think Rick Hahn, I know Rick Hahn knew this was going to be a bad day. That was going to be a bad day when he would have to address the media about something that none of us want to talk about. It's a terrible situation. I feel the worst for this child who has to, mm-hmm. who's going to grow up into all this news being out there about her parents. So um, I think under the circumstances, they've handled it as good as they possibly could. And, you know, the good thing is, yes, Elvis Andrews is in camp. There'll be spring training games. We'll be talking about that. Um, At some point, there will be some resolution with this investigation. So it's kind of, you know, what? when I arrived here, I'm like, well, it's the elephant in the room. But at the same time, there's so much stuff going on with the White Sox. Good. Like, you know, you, you, there's stories. Every single player in this facility is a story. And big stories, medium stories, little stories that it really just, to me, being here just dwarfs what's going on with Mike Clevenger. And at some point, like I said, we'll find out. But in the meantime, it's, you know, spring training is here. And uh, everything is pointing up, in my opinion, with the White Sox. But then again, those are just words. They got to do it on the field, and we'll see what happens. You know, we know that Liam Hendricks is uh, is out, and he had the cancer diagnosis, and he is uh, going through treatment. He also showed up at camp, and Yasmani Grandal says that uh, that he's going to throw this year. That he believes that uh, Hendricks believes he's coming back. We saw a really emotional response from. Uh, Ethan Katz, God bless him, and uh, and yeah, obviously hope for the best for Liam Hendricks. But but who do you believe will be the closer on this team? Well, I'll tell you this about Liam. So he has been here now for the most part. I mean, everyone says was we're saying to us in the media, yeah, we see him here almost every day, and for the first four or five days in camp, none of us in the media had even seen him. He's coming in. He's mainly been throwing basically behind closed doors, just, you know, to do it privately. So I don't know how often specifically he's been there. But yesterday, in walks Liam Hendricks, walks into the clubhouse. And then we all saw him throwing uh, in the stadium, doing some long throwing, long tossing. So 
it's really, really uplifting to see him out here. And we'll see. He's going through the cancer treatments. And there's not going to be any answer, not even an answer, any kind of, I guess, projection about whether he'll be able to pitch for the White Sox until the end of spring training. So maybe he, at the end of the year, he ends up being the closer. Who knows? But I, the plan right now is, this is from Pedro Grafal, is going to be a closer by committee approach. They are going to look at matchups. They're going to look at who's feeling what, who's feeling the best, who they're facing that day, that inning. So it's going to be a, probably a combination of Kendall Graveman, Ronaldo Lopez, maybe Joe Kelly, uh, maybe at some point Garrett Crochet, who – uh, right now it's looking like he'll be back with the White Sox coming off Tommy John surgery in mid-May. So uh, that's kind of their approach right now. Seasons take all sorts of different directions. But uh, for mid to late February, that is the plan right now. So if the White Sox do have to do some contingency planning for the fifth starter nobody wants to talk about, Chuck, who are the candidates maybe to step into that role? So I'm looking into that, and there's obviously Davis Martin. By the way, Davis Martin, I was here all of the spring training last year. I did not see Davis Martin once playing a single spring training game. He didn't. He was on the backfield the whole time. And look what he turned into. So I'll, have to, I, I'll admit that Pedro rattled off about four names yesterday about possible number five starters who could be like who Davis Martin was last year. And I had to check my notes because I hadn't really heard of them. <laughs> so I have to do some research on these guys because they might turn into Davis Martin this year. Uh, so there are some guys they can turn to, and uh, we'll see. But that's, that's watch spring training baseball because I think the White Sox will be throwing a lot of those guys in there to see what they have here in spring because they might have to lean on those guys. Uh, you know, if Clevenger pitches or not, you know, it, you can't go into a season thinking, yeah, Five or six starters were good. You need about 10. So uh, that's something to watch. Chuck, we talked to uh, Craig Goldstein earlier in the program. He is the uh, managing editor of Baseball Prospectus, and he said the Pakoda number for the Sox jumped when they signed Elvis Andrews. It's now 79. <laughs> well, I asked Lance Lynn this exact question. Uh, you can listen to it on the White Sox Talk podcast. It dropped today. His thoughts on the projections, and I'll try and clean it up here live on the radio, uh, because the, the numbers we've seen, you know, computer projections have ranged from 74 to 79. And this is before the Andrews signing. Now I guess Pakota has him at 79. Uh, he said, well, you know what? We, uh, we went 81 and 81 last year, and we had – this is where I'm cleaning it up. We had a crappy season, and we went 81 and 81. So I'd like to think those projections are going to be wrong. We're going to be a better team this year. And Lynn said he has been on the White Sox three years, and the computers have been wrong positively and negatively all three seasons. So I, go ahead. What are you going to say? I, I love Lance Lynn, but I, the fact is like, they were bad because the players that – responsible for that are still here. So I don't understand that logic because they were bad. I'll tell you why. It wasn't anybody's fault. They're bad. Yeah, so this was a worst-case scenario season. Other than Dylan Cease, 
maybe, okay, Ronaldo Lopez. Other than those two guys, everybody, every single player on the entire roster had a subpar season and or were hurt for a large amount of time. And they won 81 games. Hmm. So, yeah, it's mainly the same roster. Now you don't have a Abreu, but you do have Andrew Vaughn playing first base and not being an outfielder. Liam Hendricks, obviously that's a situation that they're going into the season without him. But there's a different coaching staff, and there's a lot of guys coming in here who are going to – who I know – want to prove what happened last year was an aberration, that this is going to be a different season. If you go from a worst-case scenario season to a better season, potentially much better season, this team's going to win 10 more games just like that. That's how I look at it. Now, again, these are words, um, but I think there's a lot of motivation, a lot of motivation for a team a year ago Everyone was really, really, really excited about. And I'm not saying the team's winning a World Series, but for them to only win 79 games, if they win 79 games, we're going to have uh, a lot to discuss at the end of this season. I'll just say that. So, Chuck, when you look at this group, all right, and I'm talking about we know how they line up. I'm talking about Tim Anderson is a big part of this, and he wasn't there. Moncada hasn't been good in a long time. Um, you go into the outfield, Andrew Benatendi is a huge upgrade, and it means that Aloy can play DH, please, God. Uh, we know Luis Robert's got to get better. We know that uh, hopefully uh, Oscar Colas will be what we hope he will be, which is a legitimate uh, uh, right fielder and a guy with a strong enough arm and, and who can really add some things to the, to the team. We don't know if Grandal's going to hold up at catcher. We think Andrew Vaughn will be very good for himself, and hopefully Elvis can play well enough, and, and we know who the backup play. Who, who are you looking at as the guy that has to be the catalyst? Who has to be the guy that carries this team or puts it on his back or, or reveals himself to be like a big leader of the group? Okay, so it's tough to answer just one. Yeah. But I'll start with Tim Anderson because, like, they have said, the players have said, everyone has, you know, echoed this. He goes, they go, mm. right? And we've seen that. And he was off to a really good start last season. Uh, but obviously the team was still playing around 500. And, but there was so much weighing this team down that that wasn't even going to make a difference anyway. So you start with him. Luis Robert, you know, this is a big year for him. Mm. He has yet to play 100 games in a season. Think about that. Has yet to play 100 games in a season. And this is someone who is arguably the best player on the team, is, has a chance to be an MVP. If you get a Luis Robert playing 140 games, I mean, if I say 140, that means he's going on the injured list and he still is playing 140 games. You know, that is going to push this team in, in a way that we haven't seen it since 2020 when he played 55, I think was the number of the 60 games in the pandemic season. So I think it starts with those two guys offensively, but you know, it's a, it's a team game. I think having Andrews here, he's like a glue guy that the Sox just don't have or didn't have offensively. Uh, Lance Lynn is the bonafide leader of this pitching staff and the Sox needed a, 
uh, a vocal leader, a glue guy in their on the on the position side of things. And Andrews is that guy. And we saw that at the end of the year when just things were just not going well with the team. He's trying to keep the ship afloat. So uh, you can go all around the diamond. And I'll tell you this about Oscar Colas. I've seen him a little bit, mm. you know, playing. Not here. He, he'll report today. Uh, and I've talked to a lot of people about him. Uh, he hit a ball 470 feet last season in Double A. Goes up to Triple A. Hit a hit a had played like nine games. Hit two homers and uh, had two doubles. He's got a strong arm. Plate discipline. We'll have to watch that. Uh, the White Sox are extremely extremely high on him. The best thing for him is he doesn't have to come here and bat third, fourth, fifth. He's going to bat like seventh or eighth if everybody's healthy. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to watching him. He's an electric player, uh, and we'll see uh, how he progresses. So uh, I am feeling positive. Um, there are a lot of White Sox fans who are feeling negative. I asked Lance Lynn about that in my conversation with him, and he even acknowledged that a media member or two gave the White Sox offseason front office grade an F but it's up to them to prove everybody wrong. But, Chuck, you can't blame them, can you? I, I mean, no. I, I, you understand where that's coming from, right? You understand the root of the negativity or the pessimism. This is a team that underachieved last year and didn't do a whole lot in the offseason. So I guess that's – isn't that skepticism warranted? Yeah, I'm not saying I don't agree with it. Um, I, I, it's out there. And I think what the part of the reason was this you have this terrible season that went on for months and months and months and months. And you just feel that the entire off season, because you haven't had seen a game played. And, you know, I think I know what Sox fans wanted more done in the off season, but I'll tell you this. And other than I'm adding like Aaron judge, like the high, I mean, Trey Turner, those kind of players. And it would have been great if they added them, but other than adding those guys, you know, it wouldn't. It's not going to matter who the White Sox added, in my opinion, if, if, Mancada, Grandal, T.A. Robert Jimenez, the nucleus of this team, does what they did last year. If they do that again, it's not going to matter who they add. So I really feel like uh, it's up to the nucleus. Obviously, I'm not going to discount the additions of Ben Attendee and uh, Andrews. I mean, those are big moves, and we'll see what happens with Clevenger. Um, but you know, I gave the White Sox offseason grade a C, a C. I didn't give them an F because they finally found a left fielder and a left-handed bat in Ben Attendee. I love that. Um, and something I'm watching this off or this spring training, the Billy Hamilton signing is massive to me. It's a small move, but it is massive because he means a ton in this clubhouse as he did in 2021, and they were missing that. He has a great effect on Tim Anderson. He gives a lot of great defense, and I think stolen bases, right. I, I say it once and I, I can't say it enough, are going to be big. And you right now have maybe the best, one of the best base stealers in the game on this team. He has to make it out of spring training, but uh, that's a sneaky move the Sox made in the offseason. Uh, yeah, I, I find that interesting. Are there any other players you think have a chance to make it out of spring training that we're not talking about? Is there anyone else that's kind of a buzz in camp? And this is another one. That I, I, that's just why I give the White Sox offseason a C and not an F like others have. Watch Hanser Alberto. Um, he crushes left-handed hitters. If you ask the Los Angeles Dodgers last season, one of the most popular and likable 
uh, players in their clubhouse. It was him. It was him. He does a lot of the little things. He played under Grafol and a couple of these coaches with the Royals. Uh, he, again, has to make the team out of spring training, but he brings a lot to the table in the clubhouse. And people might think, well, who cares about the clubhouse? It's like they got to do it on the field. Um, it's a long season. It is a, there's a lot of twists and turns, and you need guys that see through the trees and, if not, do it themselves, get other guys pumped up and ready to play, and he's one of those guys. Um, so, you know, he's not, he's not going to hit 10 home runs. Uh, he's an infielder. He can play second base, third and short. I think those are the three he plays. Um, and we'll see if he makes the team. But I talked to Pedro about him, and he was just glowing about Hansfield Beltro. He's about 30 years old. Um, the Dodgers love him, and he's here with the White Sox. Great stuff, Chuck. Really appreciate it. Great catching up. Thanks, Chuck. All right. See you guys. That is Chuck Garfine, NBC Sports, Chicago, covering the White Sox. That's fun. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.